welcome to another episode of Wrestling with the Culture with me, Brent from Georgia, and my homeboy Lance. What's going on, Lance? What's going on, man? How's everything? Everything is everything, and we would like to welcome you all again, and thank you for coming on this ride with us. Man, it's been a crazy week. A lot of things have been going on. We have seen some some things happen over in the entertainment world and over in the sports world that we are going to talk about. And I want to let you all know if this is your first time listening to us, you can also contact us. Please like and share and and this podcast with somebody and also let us know how you feel. Give us some feedback by emailing us at wrestlingculturepod at gmail.com. Again, that's wrestling culture pod w-r-a-s-s-l-i-n culture pod at gmail.com man last we got to start out with a celebration boy look like that boy getting impeached oh yeah cheeto face man yeah 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 that's happened that's happened yeah boy how you gonna get fired and you already finna retire? Hey, how, how, just, hey. how you get fired the week before you get for retirement, yeah, dog? That's crazy. It's, it's Mighty Friday of them. Yeah, like getting man. fired on your day off, right? <laughs> getting fired all your day off. It's like, yo, man. Man, but yeah, man, it's a lot of crazy fallout. It's so much fallout that we don't even have time to cover it. Matter of fact, we decided this episode, um, since we've been so so heavy on it, we're not gonna talk about it much. But we just want to let you know we happy he getting up out of here. Yeah. Like it's a good thing for all parties involved. Best thing for all parties involved. And there might be some congressmen on the way too. But um, shoot. And another thing, Lance, I know we didn't cover this on our rundown, man. Uh, For our WWE fans, man, Drew got COVID. Oh, yeah. 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 That was a surprise. Yeah. Heavyweight. The heavyweight champ. I'm, I'm well, hoping didn't he that he'd be okay. He just vacated, right? No, no, no. He didn't vacate the title, but I mean, he's been off TV for a couple of weeks. Hopefully, he can be back in time for the Royal Rumble, but for all our wrestling fans out there, um, yeah, we, we, it's kind of intriguing to see how they're going to handle that situation. Yeah. But, um... It's kind of weird, though, because, like, just that whole situation, the, the way it went down, because... It was like right after Legends Week, right? Yeah. So no, I'm like, he was standing right next to Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah. I think that dude got exposure. You know what? You know what? Now that I think of it, they should have never had their Legends yeah. Night. They had all those guys come in and kind of contaminate the floor of the building. And look who won the pony to quote Jim Cornette. Somebody got COVID. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just that was, the yeah. timing of it was, was a little suspect. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And just to recap... Uh, then you had, Ray, you had Flair all up in there. You you know that mm-hmm. dude can't take another hospital run. Yep, you had him. Let's see, who else you had? Uh, uh, Mark another, Henry was there guy. with his Mark Henry with his one leg. was there. You had uh, Hulk. We already said Hulk Hogan. You had... Uh, Tor- was it Tory Wilson? Yeah, Tory Wilson was there. Oh, man, I'm trying to think. Of, it, man, it was so many people that came in that building... That really didn't have any business being there. And you always had a boogeyman on the legend nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boogeyman just got to do a random appearance. And I'm just going to say this. The guy who eats worms on live TV, I really doubt he's out there wearing a mask. 
He doesn't seem like a mass queer. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I doubt it strongly. But, man, let's get into um another thing we had to cover from our last podcast. Man, did you see Ohio State get out, go out there and get molly walked? Didn't we talk about that last time? I'm sure. I thought we did. No, 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 no. They got molly walked by Alabama. We didn't talk about the national championship. Oh, yeah. We we, talked yeah about I did see him get molly walked by Alabama, though. <laughs> That was, man, look, I thought that that game was going to be closer than it was because, you know, I was thinking, okay, their running game looked supreme, but their star running back goes out on the first play of the game, and all of a sudden it's Florida um, 2006, 2007, I believe. It's all over again. Yeah, it's the same game. Best player gets hurt first play of the game. And all of a sudden, then you go out there and you got Molly Wild. Yeah. It was it was it was this destruction all around, and you saw it. So you like what a way what a way to end this season. Yeah, this is this is gonna be rough. I mean, for for everything that happened this year, it's like why not? You know. Yeah, yeah. The whole way the whole the whole way the year went down. Yeah, man, it it was crazy. But man, I guess we can jump around a little bit since we already talking about it. Speaking of Ohio State, Aaron Meyer. Their former coach, Urban Meyer, is headed to Jacksonville. Jacksonville to be the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I think he could do well at, at Jacksonville. They got a they got they got a little bit of a squad over there. I mean, they do have some pieces on that offense. And they have a number one draft pick. So Trevor Lawrence. But some people are saying that they might take the quarterback at Ohio State, Justin Fields, because he was recruited by Urban Meyer, even though he went to Georgia first. And he has been working in a system with concepts that are similar to what Urban is probably going to still be running at the NFL level. So there is a little bit of an intrigue as to whether he may draft Justin Fields over Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, do you think I'm just kind of wondering about that do you think that might be a possibility I mean it's a possibility because he knows him and he'll he'll probably fight for it but I mean when it come down to it GM gonna be like man you take the best person in the draft and I do believe that's Trevor, Trevor Lawrence well Trevor Lawrence man is I'm not gonna say that he's a can't miss prospect because we always say somebody is a can't miss prospect and sometimes those people that we say I can't miss prospects end always up miss always <laughs> they can miss I mean just because you but I think a can't miss prospect means that they have a low floor and that's about what we can say because I wouldn't have said Mariota was a can't miss prospect but we thought Jameis was and Jameis had a relatively okay career until last year and Andrew Luck had a relatively okay career he he had some good moments he never reached his full potential because of injury but i mean trevor lawrence is has been seen since last year as the guy that everybody wants to have yeah so when you're looking at that i do believe that the fan base and the management and ownership of that franchise has probably already been super excited and and hyped up to get a Trevor Lawrence. So it may be hard for them to um, be swayed to go with Justin Fields. But I think 
but normally, you know, when, when a coach comes from college to the NFL, they usually try to get at least one quarterback that has played in their system before so that they can help everybody else get acclimated with it. Yep. With it. Yeah, it makes a smoother transition. Hey, but this also could mean, just listen to me good, it could also mean you may see, not as a potential starter, you may see a Dwayne Haskins or Cordell Jones be picked up by a Jacksonville. That's something I'm saying right now, but uh, let's just let's just see what happens. But I am predicting that could be a possibility. Yeah, and I, I really do, I I really don't believe anything until they say it on the say it on the draft board, like because it it can go any which way. Alright, well, this guaranteed. We just got to see. But anyway, um let's also get into something else, man. Let's break for the sports for for a moment. And we have some major news involved in one of our shows, man. The Black Civil War. Yeah. Insecure yeah. has Coming announced Coming to a close. Yes, sir. That they are going to be ending their series with the Season that is going to come out, which will be season, season five. five, and this will be the last season. I am super excited for the next season. As we know, we 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 are always clamoring for Insecure, but you know it's kind of a a bittersweet because we hate to see the show go go, but we're proud because you know all the actors have kind of elevated themselves and been placed on a higher platform. Yeah, and it's it's always interesting to see shows that you know plan on ending it because they usually write better for the ending. Yeah, it is. But I hate to see shows go off and get canceled. That are like okay, and then they gotta like think of some way or try to end it or basically leave hanging material all out there. Yeah, because so, it can. If happen. it's gonna go, I'd rather it go like this. Yeah, yeah. True, truth be told, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that the, uh, but on the bright side of it, I do think that the story arc is kind of coming to a close or coming to a coming full circle because we saw in the beginning we've seen the Issa break up with Lawrence. We've seen them. Dealing with that, season two was about dealing with the breakup. The next season was all about um, them trying to find themselves and and becoming better versions. Well, it really was about Issa becoming a better version of herself and kind of growing. And this season was about and Lawrence. Lawrence kind of Lawrence kind of got got a different version of himself too. Yeah, I mean, he went yeah. from that jobless dude to. You know, he, he he up in the office now yeah, doing his thing. So now we see them actually growing. This season show was was the fact that they've kind of reunited and they've grown. So now we're about to see this last season, even though we have this little con- conflict with Condola being pregnant, we're probably going to end the season with them ultimately reuniting and maybe moving to San Francisco where... Lawrence has his job offer, possibly even seeing a proposal or a wedding on the last episode, which is such a trope. But, I mean, that's the story has been told. They've told yes. the story. Yeah, they have come full circle. Yeah, this this is the full story. So, let's um, 
Excuse me, I got a little email here. Hold on, Lance. Let me take care of this. Live, t- live podcast, y'all. But, um, yeah, I think the story has come full circle. And, and we'll see where they pop up next. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break here. And we're going to come back to... portion of this podcast we want to um want for everybody to send your prayers up for carl anthony towns while we were recording we received news that he has tested positive for COVID 19 so we took a pause to check out the story he has also lost was it five or six uh family members six family members he lost six family members including his mother to COVID-19 back in April so he's probably wrestling and dealing with a lot um, having this diagnosis as we are sure that many of you have who have also lost family members to COVID or who have dealt with COVID-19 as we like to I'm not going to say we like to remind people because this is a pandemic nobody likes to do this but as we want with 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 um with hope in all earnesty that you would be safe during this please wear your masks please practice social distancing this thing is real it's real and it's killing people even as we talked about um the senate last week there was some there were some um congress members who ended up contracting COVID-19 because when they were sheltering in those buildings, they were sheltering with other members of Congress who did not wear masks. Well, refused to wear masks. Refused to wear masks. And you can just imagine all the COVID that was probably in the air with all those insurgents and treacherous traitors who went in that building because a lot of them weren't wearing masks. And you can just imagine all the COVID that's in that area so please y'all please ma'am please sir please 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 be careful please be safe absolutely yeah man that's that's a that's a rough thing nothing to joke around with yeah we talked about drew mcintyre now we had to talk about this but drew um i don't know if he lost anybody but man i hate to hate to have another COVID announcement right in the middle of the show but that's what we had to do man yeah yeah even right now man um you know they have the nfl playoff games going on and there are people that are going to be in the stands in green bay they're going to have folks in the stands it's kind of crazy so please be safe that's championship fans in the stands I don't know why we have to have this, but, man, I hope everybody's safe, bro. That's all I can say. Yeah, because if it's just about the money, it's not that important. Not that important. But as we still are dealing with the NBA, um, as we try to pick things up on a lighter note, one of the things that we talked about in our first podcast, Lance, has come true. If I'm not mistaken, didn't we talk about James Harden wanting to go to Brooklyn? 
Yes, we did. Man, and he is indeed in Brooklyn. And matter of fact, their first game, this podcast will be released more than likely on Saturday. So either he'll be about to play his first game or just completing his first game um, on the day that you're hearing this because you may hear this on Sunday. But yeah, his first game with the Nets. Saturday night. Saturday night, man. We're going to see what this is all about. Yeah. I mean, you you are, are you, you, I'm pretty sure he's going to be comfortable enough with KD, so we're good. We'll see yeah. what happens. But if, that's a big if, if Kyrie comes back, I don't think there's enough basketball on the court. There's not <laughs> enough basketballs on the court for these three dudes. Like, we said this was going to be a dumpster fire. I still believe it's going to be a dumpster fire. And I just want to watch the madness that ensues from this team. This is going to be crazy. Yeah, Kyrie got to get off his suspension first, right? Did he well, just get well, suspended? He's, he's probably going to – he has to go through a few more tests before he comes back. But this is going to be crazy. They already said that the relationship between Kyrie and Kevin Durant isn't as strong as they hoped it was going to be. Now you're mm-hmm. adding uh, James yeah. Harden to it. Just imagine, man. This this could be crazy. Then they got to get this thing together before. I'm sure the playoffs are still going to start in April. They got three months to figure this thing out. Yeah. With Steve Nash, a first-year head coach, Mike D'Antoni. But, you know, Mike D'Antoni is a hardened guy. That was He let kind of Harden do his way and if do his thing. And if D'Antoni's running the offense, I mean, this is going to look like – this might look a lot like Houston. We'll see what's going to go – what's going to happen, though. Yeah, because Kyrie ain't ain't about playing that second fiddle. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He left Cleveland because he was tired of being <laughs> – I saw this tweet, man. It said that Kyrie left uh, Cleveland because he didn't want to play Robin to, uh, to, Ke- to LeBron's Batman. LeBron's Batman. And yeah. now he's playing Alfred. <laughs> 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 to KD and James being Batman and Robin. <laughs> Man, this is totally insane. And I'm telling you, this is not I don't I do not think this is going to work. So that guy can't catch a break. I think, man, I'm <laughs> I'm serious, man. I don't know how long this is gonna take, but I'm seriously thinking that Kyrie gets traded. I just don't see it happening. He's probably gonna get traded. I don't see. I don't see this working. Yeah, it's but like, where, 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 where does he go? I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, cause who gonna sign up for that? I mean, but we saw we saw the issues honestly with me when he first said that this team technically doesn't have a head coach. We're all gonna take the lead. What do you think we were yeah. setting ourselves up for? When you heard that, you are yeah. this is gonna be a problem. It's about to get interesting. <laughs> yeah, but this is good for the NBA. Not because they're going to be great on the court, but just because of the drama that you're going to have. And that's what we like. Oh, we yeah, like the storylines are going to be crazy. You know, in, in that way, the NBA is a lot like professional wrestling because <laughs> it's the storylines. Storylines is going to be the story, bananas. Yeah, yeah we, we like stories in the NBA. We like the storylines. We like to know about can this guy close, can he finish it. We like to know about can this team kind of – gel together mentally we love to see the teams have beef and then and then, and then those press conferences is like they promos yeah there's a reason we call this show <laughs> wrestling with the culture 
We could have did whole. We could have did a whole thing on on how how uh, for for those of you who don't know, that's why we entitled this show "Wrestling with the Culture." Me and Lance had a podcast that we talked a lot about wrestling, and um, and we decided on this show that we were going to do some other things. But you're going to hear a lot of wrestling uh, jokes, kind of in the and comparisons and comparisons. <laughs> Because, I mean, we can literally talk about how Donald Trump's first, his presidential campaign was nothing but a wrestling promo. That's, oh, yeah. That's all he went out there and did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was cut promos. And we'll cover that on another show. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, um, getting back to this basketball, man, this is all, this is what the NBA is all, the NBA has to have a good story. Why do you think, I mean, think about it, LeBron going to Miami was a heel turn. <laughs> They were literally the NWO. And then, um, so, you know, now we're seeing the formation. And some people may say this is a second uh, big three, a second faction forming. But I just don't know if these guys are going to be able to figure it out together. So if they pull this out and figure it out together with Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, I mean, it's amazing because, because number one, I'm beginning to think now you're a little bit hard on 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 uh, James Harden than I am. You are specifically hard. We <laughs> ladies and listen, me and me and Lance, we we literally almost got into a heated argument um talking about when we first heard about this because I mean Lance, I, I can't even I can't even utter the things that Lance says. Whatever, but, man. I mean, he is who he is. I'm just not a fan. You've never been like you, you, and I'm not that high on Harden, but whoo, bruh, you. I'm just saying. Yeah, this brother right here said that Harden was better off being the sixth man. He is. I mean, I'm that's just saying. Totally false. The way I, the way I feel about it. Hey, but he's a dude. Me. He's a he's an MVP man. I mean, he's a really good sixth man. Brother, he was an MVP. You can't say he's an MVP. Okay. You can't say he's a really good six man. He can yes, be a, he's a can. leader on the team, but you can't say but you can't say he's I think he's more effective coming off of the bench and with the ball less in his hands. But Lance, that's so ludicrous though. I mean the dude is second in the scoring and assists. Oh, he's like I'm just telling so, you how I scoring. feel about it. You don't have to agree. I mean, but that's that's just all I don't know, man. I think that's a little off base. That's way off base, man. That's wrong. Okay. That's crazy. But but I do think Not that there's a problem with the way that he moves the ball because I think he's too ball dunk he's ball dominant dominant to a fault because if you look at the way that the teams run, it's like give him the ball and get out of his way. And it hasn't really worked with him having I mean, maybe he will be better as a Robin to a Batman, but him as as Nightwing, oh yeah, he's I not mean, a good at, at the at the end of the day, they both just need to get out of KD's way. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. But if you're gonna have a dude that plays like Kyrie playing this super ISO ball, and which he, which I'm just being honest though, he can go out there and get that bucket. You don't want him in that ISO, but you got to think about. It. So he gonna have they both gonna be taking turns playing super ISO ball, and then you got KD over here. Somebody is not gonna get the ball as much as they want it, and as much as they yeah. need it, which is probably KD. And d- dealing with this with Kyrie and with um James, 
Because, you know, James think, yeah, just, didn't play that way in OKC, but, I mean, we just saw what he could do because he was on a team where he could do that. And But the problem is, man, James, it didn't work with Dwight, but we thought it was Dwight's fault. It didn't work with Dwight. It didn't work with Chris Paul. It didn't work with Russell Westbrook. Who does it work with, man? And it wasn't working with John Wall. Wasn't working with John Wall. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he's, he, the way he and he kind of dissed his teammate. His teammates, they that team had really turned on James, as you can tell, though. Like they, it was just, it was really bad the way he left too. Like, and it was almost like he's like, "This isn't working. Get me out of here, brother." You've been the reason it hasn't been working. Can't say that though. Yeah, but the problem might was hurt, a James. I hurt poor little James's feelings. Yeah, man, it something had to be done differently, but but maybe it was time for James Harden to go. I really think it, I really wanted to see him go play in Philadelphia. I thought that could have worked a lot better, but we'll see what happens as they now transition to him being with the Nets. And so, in between these playoff games, I'm gonna peek and see what's gonna happen with with our with the Nets tonight. Oh, dude, I mean, for nothing else, it's going to be entertaining. Like, it's going to be fun to watch one way or another. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> hey, look, so either we're going to have our amazing basketball or an amazing car crash. Either way, yeah, it's yeah. going to be something amazing. And I'm You're here for definitely it. not turning away from it when you see it on the freeway. No, we will That's not. Just... No, we will not. <laughs> hey, man. You know, man, it's it's crazy, man. I feel like we just cruising right along through this show, man. We only got one more topic to go, brother. Oh, man, you want to talk about that girl. Yeah, man, it's crazy, though, man, because um, as we transition over here, um, people have been, well, mainly on my timeline and on Twitter, I've been seeing a lot of ladies with opinions about Lori Harvey and who she's dating. I haven't seen it that much from men crazy crazy part about it is but i mean people are so uptight about her dating michael b jordan maybe they're jealous maybe they want michael for themselves but i mean it ain't like you're gonna ever meet this dude so yeah, yeah. i mean why are people so hey, if, if you about like it i love it it don't it don't make me no never mind man Lori harvey is 23 years old and she's out there dating and having fun let that girl yeah. have her fun at 23 man i mean let's look at it she's Let's see. She has dated. Um, she had a soccer player she was engaged to. It didn't work out. But she has dated, uh, I think, Trey Songs, Diddy. Didn't she date Future too? Yeah, she she just she that was her last relationship before Michael B. Jordan. But I think in the middle of that, there was some. There was I, a little I, bit I, of. A, I know. I know she was dating P. Diddy's son, and then his yeah, daddy stole man. his girl. And then they, which they is kind of sloppy, dating. but that was a little messy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know if that was <laughs> Yo, true, man. but what do you, what do you say when your daddy steal your girl though? Yeah, that. Um, but Dang, you know, daddy. it could be that they weren't dating. They could have been just just cool like that. Yeah, that's so the word. We on don't the street. know what they're doing. We we don't know what was going on. And then the thing about it is, man, you got to understand that when you're in a certain class like let's just be honest dating somebody like uh 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 Lori Harvey if you're a famous person you're going to probably date other famous people 
I mean, that's who yeah, you. Around. I mean, that's 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 pretty much how they get down. Like, yo. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying though. Like, let's say you're. I mean, be honest with you. you know, we talk about wrestling. That's our thing. A lot of a lot of the the girls, the ladies in the business, end up dating and marrying other yeah, people inside the business. Inside the business. Especially because usually they're on the road all the yeah. time, and it's hard to have a relationship on the road like exactly. that. Exactly. I mean, that's how, if you look at Jimmy and Jay Uso, even 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 being on the road, they always make sure that, that they're on, they're, that they're on working on the side of whichever one their spouse or their significant other. And even the WWE has went so far as to now try to keep the couples together because, because of the travel schedule, even though they're not traveling as much because of COVID. Yeah. Just being that exposure, but on now, the same brands, yeah. yeah. But now it even means more to even keep them on the same brands, even makes sense because they try to keep those rosters separate for contact tracing and for to try to keep the spread down so that if one side of the locker room gets affected, you don't affect the other side. But it makes, yeah, it makes a bunch of sense. But yeah, so people tend to date. In, in, their in their circles. In their circles. Yeah, in their circles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, um, just like, um, you know, me being a musician, a lot of times, you know, we end up dating people that are in the same circles. We, we probably end up dating somebody, me being a musician, we end up dating people that's in the choir. Our pe- yeah. people, our girls that go to church. Why? Because we at church playing. So it's very rare for us not to date somebody that doesn't go to church. Or another teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um. So people tend to date some, you know, women in the military, and usually end up marrying men in the military. So with Lori Harvey being famous, of course she's gonna date other famous people. But I think the problem comes in is when I think we have a lot of the people who are criticizing her are kind. I think they're kind of envious of her because she's yeah. young and she can't afford. She doesn't have to settle down. She is um she could just she could just go out there and date who she wants to date and more power to her. First of all, let's give her props for not getting pregnant by future. I mean <laughs> applause. Oh, this woman needs a round of applause. Out. She is the only one to avoid having a baby by future. I mean, how many how many of them can say that? Yeah, I got out of the relationship without getting pregnant. Without being yeah. baby mama number thirteen. Let's, <laughs> let's give her an applause. <laughs> That's good on her. <laughs> yeah, man. I hope future. Now, I hope future don't get mad if I say that. Yeah, he may never yeah. hear this. Hopefully, he never hears this. But mm, I mean, let's let's look at. It. I mean, if I'm if I was, let me see who was single when I was twenty. When if I was twenty three, going back. Back in time, man, yeah, I would I would be trying to date who I could date too in that circles. If I could date, let's see, Megan Good was single at the time. You know, I had I had a thing for Megan Good. Yeah, I would have been trying to date Megan Good and and other socialites back in that time. Of course, I'd have been trying to date. I would be trying to date who I could date. And why yeah. not? Yeah, you're single. They they're in the same circle as you, so they understand that you know privacy is important to them. So yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead and and date who you can date. And hey, a lot more women will probably be wouldn't be upset if she was dating just regular dudes. Y'all mad because she dating dudes y'all want. <laughs> That's the this way is I true. feel. If she want, I mean, she got she dated Trey Songs, Future, and Michael B. Jordan. So like she she living it up. 
And she, I mean, let's just be honest. She, like I said, she also avoided a baby with future. Like that, if you, like if that don't give you no props. And you, and you know what it is, because ain't nobody saying nothing about the soccer player. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's that yeah. she dating everybody. She dating all your faves. So you mad. She, she, go, she going through your top five. <laughs> everybody you ever want to shoot your shot with, she dating. You want to shoot your shot, she nailed her shots. So... Yeah, I mean, then Michael B. Jordan was just, I mean, he was just voted, I think, by people. Was it last year, the year before the sexiest man alive? Man. I think it was last year. Yeah, man. So, shoot, man. More props to him, man. Hey, if you could do it. Man, look, if I could go back to being, like I said, man, at 23, I'd be. Oh, to be 23. I'd enjoy, enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. You know, just be responsible. You only get one twenty-three. You only get one, brother. That is it, man. Twenty-three was a fun time. Shoot, that was a fun time. I, I can't. Well, well, I can't. I can't tell these stories on the podcast. I think that we're gonna keep that one to myself. <laughs> so I won't incriminate yeah, I didn't myself. Even I didn't even try. No, 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 that, that's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost said, "Don't do that." The Holy Spirit I just didn't led me. Try. Right Move forward. Yeah, we gonna move forward right there. <laughs> so your, even your mic kept your mic kept going in. Now that means we wasn't supposed to say nothing right there. Nah, we, we good. supposed to keep that there quiet. Yeah, man. Shoot, but man, anything else, man? You want to hit up? Ah, um, some shout outs, anything? I think we're good to go, man. It's been, it's just been a, a long a long week. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been week. a long week. Yeah, uh, man. Just, I mean, crazy. I'm ready to I'm ready to get this inauguration thing over with and move on with life. Yeah, man. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. You know it's 20,000 people up there, 20,000 soldiers in the capital right now. That's more soldiers than in Af- Iraq and Afghanistan, man. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, it ain't safe. It ain't safe right now. It's a crazy world that we live in. In fact, the Memorial Browser, she's t- Bowser, she's telling people to stay your behinds at, at home. home. It and with safe. the pandemic going, it's the safest thing you could do. It really is, man. It's the safest thing. You can say, man, but shouts out to um the lady who's gonna give the um lead the Pledge of Allegiance there, man. She's she doesn't live in Albany anymore, but she was the first uh female firefighter in Albany, Georgia. Mm-hmm. She's now um she now holds a high ranking position in the Fulton County Fire Department. Props to her. Um, she's going to be leading the uh, Pledge of Allegiance at the inauguration. So, shouts out to my hometown, the 229. Um, shouts out to her. So, but you got to, man, it's crazy. You even have some congressmen, man, who are kind of afraid that they have some people who are on the inside of that thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a whole show in itself, like, you man. Can't, like, can't... yeah, man, I be feeling so tight. Well, I'm like, dang, I can't even trust the people that... I can't even trust my co-workers might kill me, man. Yeah. <laughs> can't go up in my job. Are, somebody somebody are, tried to shoot us up, and my co-workers were, were, all, were, were for it, bro. Yeah, talking about he over there. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. You talking about... I can't trust these people. And matter of fact, there are even some... Um, when these investigations come out and they find out, because I believe at least one or two of those senators um, was had something to do with it, man. Shh. 
Oh, it's yeah. going to be <laughs> insane when they find out. Whoever was giving them tours the day before, man. Yeah, man. Whoever. And, and then I heard some interviews from those cops, too, man. Some of those police officers were talking about, um, this is crazy. I, they were like, I was a, uh, the guy that died, he was a Republican. He supported Trump. They killed him yeah. anyway. They didn't care. Um, yeah, because it wasn't about that. What about that, man? This was this was a straight up insurrection, and and some of those guys were saying that um, he's he talking about how they how what they felt, how they had um, mild heart attacks, and how they just feared for their lives, man. This was a that was an insane event to see. With good reason. Yeah, this it was, was not a protest, as they try to make it seem. So I don't. If you are on, if you're trying to defend and excuse those protesters, man, I I don't know what to say to you. Because, I mean, this was not like the Black Lives Matters protesters. We were not out here trying to fight the police, literally. This was not. Maybe in Oregon. And then even in Oregon, man. In Oregon, those protests. It's not that many black folk in Oregon. Those are all white folks. Yeah. So I think it was a, it's a lot more going on than just Black Lives Matter in Portland, bro. It was, yeah. it was, some, it was some other. They got a whole situation over there going on. I don't even know if they got that many black people to be mad. But, man, before we get out of here, I got to get some shots out, man. Um, shots out uh, to all. Um, first of all, I'm going to do this in order. Um, well, no, nah, I'm going to do it like I want to do it. Man, my mom's Founders Day. My mom's an AKA, man. Her Founders Day was yesterday. She probably ain't going to. I'm not sure she'll hear this, man, but big happy Founders Day to her on uh January 15th, the Alpha Capital Alpha Sorority Incorporated celebrated their Founders Day. So, shouts out to all you AKAs. I got some friends that's AKAs. They're going to listen to this podcast for a little bit. Yeah, man. Shouts out to the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta there. Their Founders Day was this week on the 13th. Mm. And so, you know, Tiffany, shouts out to you. Shouts out to all my good friends of DST. And Zeta Phi Beta has their Founders Day. That sorority has their Founders Day on today. So big shouts out to all of those ladies, man, especially in education, man. If you black, especially in the South, you had at least one AKA and Delta teacher that that was a that was a huge, huge input on your life. So I gotta give her a large Shout out those ladies, a big shout out because I've been influenced by ladies of all three of those sororities, and Much I respect. hope they had great Founders Days. And um, salute to you all. I know the AKAs they doing it big all weekend because Kamala Harris, oh yeah, getting getting sworn in as the first female vice president. So man, them AKAs about to be insufferable for the next four years. Hey man, I'm with, I'm I'm with it though. I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah man, I'm excited, excited man, because you know one thing about it, man. I believe as a culture, especially African Americans, man, when one of us win, we all win, man. So I'm rooting for everybody to win. Like Issa, everybody black, bro. <laughs> rooting for yep. everybody black. I don't hit on nobody. Lori, live <laughs> your life, girl. I'm. Do have fun. If the roles were reversed, I know I would. If you mean tell me right now, I could date Rosario Dawson and Issa Rae, and hey man, and, Brent wouldn't know. even call me no more. Yeah, man. If that was me, I, I would. <laughs> I would take that, especially man. You you a socialite and you could do that, man. You were single and young, man. Have your fun, shouty, and do what you do. You probably ain't gonna ever listen to this podcast, but do know, 
You got two people right now down in Georgia from Wrestling With The Culture Podcast who are not hating on you and who got love Not in the least bit. Have your fun. But, uh, man, before we get out of here, man, just thank you again to everybody that's listening. Make sure that you like this podcast, share it with your friends. We are available on Stitcher. Um, Stitcher and on Spotify we hope to be available on all other platforms by the end of this year follow us at wrestling with the culture um, pod at gmail.com you can follow our twitter handle that's wrestling culture it's w-r-a-s-s-l-i-n c-u-l-t-u-r-e wrestling culture follow us on twitter promote our show we hope that you enjoyed this, and we hope to see you all next week. We're going to try, try, try to um, do some special things. I'm, I'm trying to put together a special King Day episode. Hopefully, we can get that out. But besides that, man, thank you again for listening. We can't, we really can't thank, thank you. you enough. Man, all of my listeners, all my streamers, I mean, it's, it's, early, it's in the early, early days, man. We don't have that many streamers yet, many supporters yet, but... Those of you who are listening and who are going to be here from the early days, when we make it, we ain't going to forget about y'all, man. So follow us again. Hopefully everybody makes it to the pay window this week. If you ain't got your stimmy, I hope you get your stimulus as soon as possible. God bless you. Live your life and enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see what happens on the next week as we are still wrestling with the culture. Catch you next time. We on the grind, Georgia. All the time, it ain't nothing on my mind, but Georgia. We ain't playing with you. We on the grind, Georgia. All the time, it ain't nothing on my mind, but Georgia. We ain't playing with you. Country name, country slang, beans at the liquor store.